Hey, guys. Welcome to episode 280 of the podcast. I wanted to try out Rhea Butcher's Guiles. Guiles. It's guys and, guys and gals. Guys and girls. Guiles. Uh, listen, I hate to throw a monkey wrench into my intro, but uh, felt like felt like the right morning to do it. Uh, I uh, I'm so excited about this episode, you guys. I love Jill Sobiel so much. She's wonderful. Um, she's just was a, what an inspiring, delightful conversation. Um, I want to thank uh, Bill for your recommendation on Facebook. Uh, unrelated, uh, Holly. I'm looking forward to seeing you at Awesome Con, and hopefully, uh, some of uh, the rest of you guys who are in the DC area, the rest of you Goyles who are in the DC area this weekend. Um, and then I wanted to just do a special uh, shout out and acknowledgement. We talk about it towards the end of the podcast episode, but uh, Richard Fairgray, who is a wonderful uh, comic artist, uh, I mean, you know, sort of graphic novels, um, comic books, and uh, author, is someone that I met many, many years ago in New Zealand when I was doing uh, one of their cons. And he and I became friends and stayed in touch. And he embarked upon this new project called Sweet Penny. It's a children's book. Jill did uh, a song. um, And uh, you can visit sweetpenny.net to check it out. Um, But that's kind of the reason that we were able to get together was um, Jill has done Sketchfest in the past, but Richard really connected us so that we could get together and talk about this uh, in a timely manner since Sweet Penny is out. So thank you, Richard. And I hope you guys enjoy the episode. I hope you goyles enjoy the episode. Now entering Nerdist.com. I like to overexplain MASH. I don't know what to tell you. I've never found a good way to just break it down. I should almost like send it. But then what? What am I going to send no, you what, an email what, in what, advance? What, what like an official MASH email? Yeah. No, no. I didn't that. even listen to you now. I understand. <laughs> I understand. I dozed off while I was trying to explain what it was. It was incredibly dull. Incredibly dull. I'm so sorry, Jill. <laughs> it's okay. I've really started. I like, I think we were really, we had some momentum we were building. Yeah. We had some momentum we were building. And then I just, it all crashed and burned uh, when I started describing this dumb game. But what are you going to do? But I, I'm I'm looking forward to it. You have never looked more Danish than you do right now to me with your hair short and light. You look so much like a family friend, uh, like sort of, you know, honorary aunts and uncles type family friend. Really? That were, but friends that my father grew up with that I love so much. You look so much like Anna Greta Christensen to me, who lives in Tucson, wow. Arizona. Um, but you really look very, yeah, you really look really? very Danish to me mm-hmm. in a very positive a, a way. you from Denver, Colorado. <laughs> <laughs> I've just given you a whole backstory, a shared backstory with this. Well, here's the deal is my mother had an affair with someone with Danish blood. Is that true? Early on in my life. And I've is that always, really true? Yes. That I've always funny? wondered if. Isn't that? <laughs> no, actually, I, I did. I did the 23 in me. Yeah, because I thought maybe I did. Yeah. 
No. Everything is expected? Every, everything's expected. Were there, there were no surprises? No surprises. What, do you mind sharing, uh, you, I mean, the Den, you just said Jew from Denver, but do you mind sharing any of the f- kind of further history, like where, where everybody else was? Well, and back in, back in third the third generation. Of, yeah. So pioneer Jews. There yes, you go. They had the haberdasheries. Oh, wow. And, and uh, came from a little... Uh, you know, somewhere in Poland or Russia, and uh, and actually, I come from a circus family. I found out oh, too. That come is on. amazing. My grandfather and I always heard the story. Check it out. Of uh, that that family. that he he was in the circus as a barker uh, with Jack Dempsey, who was the heavyweight champion. Sure, sure. Before he was the heavyweight yeah. champion, uh, because they were friends later on. But I, you know in the circus do i have any proof of this and then i went on the cells floto it or uh, that's the the circus it was uh-huh and i went on and on google images there was my grandfather holy smokes i'd love so anyway, to see it god see that's the kind danish of, jewish uh, circus family i'm very envious i don't feel that i have that much that already feels like it's magical in a way that i don't i gotta i gotta root around and find more magic you know what i mean oh i bet you, you I, just, there's some back there but there's a lot of i mean on really only one like 25 percent uh of me goes like Deep Mormon, just deep Mormon, really, real far back. Like, oh, we, re- oh, my grandmother's family, really. Boy, that's just a lot of, but a that's lot of Mormons. That's interesting. Like, what was it under the banner of heaven? Yeah. yeah. So maybe they, maybe they were involved in a massacre. <laughs> maybe you got some sister wife relatives. I mean, it's juicy, kind of interesting. but it's it's juicy, but it feels like I don't want to be. You know, who, Wait, who, hair, who among us want to be Your hair is in a little bun right now. It's got like a sister kind of, wife. You got a kind of sister wife thing. It happening. doesn't. I don't have like intricate braids, no, but, but I am could. also very buttoned up when, when <laughs> yes, all said and done. Are. Very prim. I did watch Big Love. I Me really too. Loved I love Big Love. I did too. Anything that humanizes something that we're all used to sort of looking askance at and going like, I don't understand how anybody could. Blah, blah, blah. And then you sort of see, even that as melodramatic as it was. I think they did a great job of, of sort I of going, love, you know what? Yeah, I get it. I wouldn't do it, but I get it. I wouldn't do it. Well, we weren't, you know? we didn't grow up in it. So we, we didn't grow up in it. And that's the thing, you know, obviously the Mormon church is like incredibly defensive about any of the sort of like historical stuff that certain sects kind of depart from the church and hold on to. Um, that's I a very, had some very Mormon friends who are more secular. Mm-hmm. They loved the show. Oh, that's good to hear. Yeah, that's good to hear because I would have assumed because I think it did humanize the people, them. Yeah, we all feel like now we can we can identify and we can <laughs> imagine ourselves with sister wives. Um, well, I I I'm deeply disappointed to hear that you aren't accidentally Danish. No, I don't. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. I was kind of excited did, actually. How did you know about that affair? Did she tell you, or did it come out some other? I love this. Is, out oh no, some this, is, this is fantastic. Is is um, actually it was more Irish, but he was. But my my stepdad. Oh, this is a really good story. I'm excited. We're already um, right into it. I love it. So when my parents, how I knew something was up when my parents divorced and I was 15, and my mom said, "There's the guy that I'm." I, you know, I've, I've just met and I like him. Would you like to meet him? I'm like, sure. So I go over to his condo and I look around, I walk in and go, Hey, we used to have a lamp just like that. No. Hey, 
way. No, no. That was a couch we used to have. He had our old furniture <laughs> from like 10 years earlier. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> Did they know? They thought like, oh, she won't put that yeah, together. Yeah. And then, so it had been. And then my mom, who was amazing. I loved my mom. She just passed a year and a half ago. Mm, sorry. A great, but I asked her, you know, I, I, I never really delved into like when exactly, but I go, wait, where did you guys meet? And she goes, well, when we went into, he was a car dealer and we bought the Red Valiant. And I was like, oh, I don't remember the Red Valiant, but they bought the Red Valiant when I was one years old. Oh, yeah. shit. So then I was like, oh. Yeah. I wonder. And here's the deal, except I look, I do look like my dad, but my mom and my brother are all very dark. Yeah. And, and very, you know, look very Jewish. Yeah. And, and, and uh, I was like when I lived in Nashville for two years and people would say to me, you don't look or seem Jewish. <laughs> It's like what, what I think is, we know Jews pretty well down here and um trust us. You don't so, look or seem Jewish. So that's that's what gave me the the little but I do actually really look you like, do my like, dad, yeah, yeah. like my grandmother on, yeah. on my dad's side. So. I look exactly like if you just took two a picture of both my parents and placed them on top of each other. Like that's like oh okay. Well no one's ever you gonna say have I'm a adopted. Northern European Danish look. Yeah, and and yet I don't know how much of that there is to as far as I've been able to look back. It really is like your sort of standard like, okay, here's northern France. Here's the very deep Scottish on the Mormon down that Mormon channel. Not a ton known about my grandfather, but it all looks Irish pretty much. And then my that's kind of it. Like everything, it's sort of maybe, Scottish and French. Maybe my stepdad is. Could he be my, my long lost question mark? We did spend time in Denver, but mostly with my father. So I'm not sure how that would have. Well, listen, you never know. I do want to do 23andMe though. But I think I might have mentioned this on the podcast before, but my dad and my aunt did it and they are like very close together in age. And uh, something about her, like the difference between that X and Y chromosome, him being male and her being female. My dad got the sort of whole lineage as expected. Yeah, we don't get it. Got the whole lineage as yeah. expected. And then she sort of, they, like, she got some of it. And then and then it just said, like, and then we lost track in Iran or something like that. It was like, oh, what, wait, what? Back up, what? So there is something interesting happening. So I am curious, like, you know, I want to do it. I don't know why I haven't done it yet. What what's really interesting is is bring it up is that uh, you know I did this show called the Jill and Julia and you Julia yeah, Sweet yeah. and so Julia was in town and we did a little goofy thing we hadn't done in a year uh, uh, su- uh, last Sunday oh nice nice and she tell one of her news stories is about twenty three and me and how she was really excited because she's more than that only two percent of the population have more than neanderthal than she has so she's really excited oh okay. she was always saying she always wondered she's why very neanderthal. at the natural history museum she'd stop by the diorama <laughs> of the neanderthal she goes i feel like home she feels i a feel connection. like home she, she feels, feels a connection so at the show we uh because we'd been talking about it we met two people who had met each other this year who were half brother sisters and met through through 23 and me oh so, man i mean i've had that thing at 23 and me where they go you know i'm your first cousin and it's like oh davy yeah yeah you you are my first oh you like know. you already knew that <laughs> oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> first no surprises yeah, yeah 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 hey it's me hey how you doing <laughs> pretty good so you did it too yeah 
Yeah, I did it too. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm. I, what about the side of it that's like you can choose whether or not you find out like if you're likely to die of blankety blank, right? Well, they are don't you, right now. They they're they're do not that. allowed to do it. But oh, yeah. I did. Uh, I was asked for this project to do another one. It was like the Jewish heritage or something, where they did the really intense one, the medical and history, and because all that especially the the, uh, the Ashkenazis are so inbred, mm. so they have. So yeah, I have all the Jewy diseases, oh, you know, boy. from from that, that I'm, are I'm in. Uh, now, what are they? Well, there's uh, is it Crohn's? Is it um, what's the other one? You know, well, di- the diabetes. There's a certain bre- breast cancer. Right. I'm gonna get them all. Great. <laughs> I'm gonna get them all. It's just great. you know, what are you gonna do? Great, great. Crohn's. <laughs> I feel like that's that tends to strike a little younger though. So you might have you might be in the something clear. Something else I'm trying to remember. There's something like irritable, Some awful irritable bowel. Sure. IBS. Sign me right up. Right up. It's, yeah. It's right there. Yeah. Well, also that, I mean, so much of it is, I don't know. I feel like stuff, there are so, so many things that genetically can seem like they could also just be triggered environmentally, you know, whether like, you know, yeah. if you were an anxious person, you might, that might sort of help you know guide that particular right. disorder you, into you existence yeah like everyone in my family had you know my grandparents everyone had diabetes yeah and will i get it but then again they ate yeah, really well, horrible yeah you know fatty yeah. sugary buttery things they were but they were at they were waiting for they're like come up bring it on yeah. bring it on <laughs> let me eat this tub of ice cream yeah that's how my grandfather was like just through and through with diabetes still wanted to eat just the mint chocolate chip all day long yeah just needed that right. ice cream i get it i get it listen too. it's delicious get it too. we crave fats the sugars and carbohydrates they're wonderful right. and delicious when do you get to a certain age where it's like i don't give a shit yeah. i'm just gonna just and I've never smoked, but I'm going to take it up that's and gonna I'm going to have just ice that, cream and cigarettes and drugs. I mean, I think that's a good question. I feel like if you if you already don't, if that's not a place you've found yourself pulled yet, I I very much am afraid that you might enjoy feeling healthy and good all the way up till the end. Uh-huh. You might, you might really just be like, you know what? I've I this I feel sluggish and sick when I eat these things that I really and maybe I just need and I want to stay feeling mobile and spry yeah, you know you just maybe. might not ever totally cave into heroin to full heroin addiction Whoa. until the very 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 it, end. It, oh yeah at the end yeah. when I'm pl- plugged this in. feels like I got three days like let's do this <laughs> let's do this I'll write some of my best music. I'll write some of my best music. Did you, did you, did you have any, uh, this is very personal, so you can tell you me can to fuck it. off if you want, but did you have a relationship as uh, an artist, as a, particularly as a songwriter, um, where there was something that like, if I, if I drink wine, I feel like I open up this or if I, you, you know, know, because so many people have that kind of, I mean, one of the reasons I pro- like I, I wasn't an alcoholic was because it's, it, and no one in my family, I just have alcohol and I get stuffy and I get sleepy. So, same. and it's a bummer because it, it, it par- parties in college, I just had that same awful beer in my entire, the hand yeah, the warm. entire time. Yeah. But I wanted to be a really fun drunk. Yeah. And then in, in, in Colorado and in, in college, it was in Boulder, you know, there was the cocaine thing. Oh, okay. And, you know, of course you had, you know, I like the ritual of the whole mm-hmm. thing, but mean stimulants are redundant. Uh-huh. You know, it was <laughs> not, it was just not a good, Same. a not good thing for me. So, yeah. um, I, I could see where someone, well, opiates, I, you know, I remember my best time ever was having an operation and being on the, the, 
the uh yeah the morphine drip yeah i yeah. thought i i dig this <laughs> <laughs> and the thing you get you have to uh yeah push it, yeah and it's like, yeah yeah i remember my mom was there it's like you know you're not getting anymore oh yeah you how know, old were like, you so your mom was there were well, you were you younger or were you no, she was like, just there she was just there oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, you were like 10 years i was ago. 12 <laughs> i got my tonsils out they gave me morphine i'm not sure what that was I about so good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, oh my gosh anyway so that uh oh god At the cir- and then the circus you know what i will say this is an aside is that the only i have if I ever do, and I think eventually I will, because I know that he's like a, a, a he frequents the Bay Area. He has a I know he's not always there, but Mark Kozlik, uh has a song in, that in which he lists many old timey uh, boxing champions. Does he um, mention Jack Dempsey? He mentions Jack Demp- Dempsey, and that's what it reminded me of. It was like I feel like I have gotten away with seeming like I know so much more about like the boxing heroes because of the of past song? because of just the one song someone drops a name and I'm like mm-hmm, yeah I'm aware that that person was a champion and it's only because of that song it's not great very hopeful it's like it's like schoolhouse rocks kind of yeah. thing but for maybe that'd be a really interesting thing to have different concept records like a historical fiction like yeah. that, on on something on like my Ken Burns Civil War record yes, or the, the Vietnam record listen or the, if you like the artist enough you know it's just gonna get in there it absolutely got in there and then just like obscure histories too yeah, yeah. just you know you know Denver Colorado in the 20s I would gobble that up okay i just want you to plant a seed in your own brain i do love colorado what's your relationship to colorado now do you feel uh well love for it everyone kind of of, no i i do i love it i mean i i was born and raised and went to college there too went to boulder and and um but if if i had my ship really came in. I'd have that ranch somewhere yeah. outside of uh, Aspen or sure. uh, not in Aspen, of course. Would the ranch have like would be I'd a have full a lot working of ranch? Yeah, yeah, that's the question. Because your dad was oh, a veterinarian. I, yeah, yeah, yeah I'd too. have uh, lambs and baby goats and just really cute ones. And, yeah, and, and, and <laughs> just the cute I ones, eat please. Any of them? Yeah, yeah. Yep. Does anyone want to give you a ranch? Want to give me? <laughs> I'll help get that ask out there. Guys, does anyone want to give you? But <laughs> well, the one thing I, lo- I miss, you know, I, I left Denver to go to move to New York City. Yeah. And, and even Different. here, the, the one th- thing I love when I fly in there, and you know that it's just the sky. That's yeah. the one thing I miss more than anything about the, those mountains and the, yeah. the, the big sky. Gosh, you I don't have that here. Yeah. Or, or yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. You don't have to go. Well, yeah, I was just up in like Arrowhead for less than 24 hours for just a little kind of getaway with a handful of friends. And uh, and I was once again marveling at how quickly you can be in the pines and sort of in crisp weather, even outside of That's what's so L.A. It's very special here. Yeah, it's yeah. sort of a min. I mean, it's a miniature version of that but it's it's so much more accessible than i allow myself to think on any given you know you sort of have the like oh yeah 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 the coast you know that's right there but also the mountains it's just wonderful and i was uh, you know landlocked so for me i like the ocean's kind of scares me it feels 
Me too. I'm it from Arizona. It feels empty. I'm it? from Arizona. I have yes. a, it's a known fact that I have uh Whatever, agoraphobia doesn't really work because I don't have a, I mean, it's not like I, a fear of the marketplace is the literal translation. I don't have, I mean, I don't love crowds, but who does? But, um, but that just the, just the, for me, blankness, the blankness, especially if it's a cloudless sky, that placid, it makes me flat a water sad. and then sky, it's, I gives me an empty feeling. Me too. I like, I mean, I, 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 I like seeing land on the other side i love big mountain lakes Man, i know me too rivers Ugh. yeah just give me did, uh, listen if i'd I like that i'd like a, a river Geneva running through my or, ranch oh absolutely <laughs> listen when i was little uh, right around the time that i was my most heavy into mash i had like and I'm not, there's nothing, like, I did want to at some point be kind of an interior architect slash designer, but never to the place where I pursued it, it with any kind of real vigor, particularly the architecture part. But I really had, like, sketches of my dream home that had a full running stream. I was like, I'm going to go ahead and build it. Somehow it will make sense and I won't have problem with, like, bugs that I'll just have a, I'll just build my house over a stream. And like, so the living room will just have the stream running through it. And you'll just you know, sort you of see have a lot it of pesticides. the side. Just kill everything. You don't need, you don't need. <laughs> you don't need much. <laughs> you don't need much. Just a, oh, just a lot of fly. I, but I really, I, I thought, there. yeah. And I think it was for, for me being from a desert, especially just wanting that feeling of, I mean, I love the desert now, but I don't want to live there. And, and, and right. so much of, my life in Tucson was like, let's get up into the mountains, the Catalinas, and any place where there was like snow runoff or, you know, just this, the feeling that was different than, you know, the Saguaros, which now I look at and I'm like, oh, this is stunning. What a special so place to grow up. up. But, yeah. I, you know, you, I wanted that green. I would, there were these, the alleys between my, in my dad's neighborhood, which is a very, very modest sort of lower middle class um, at best neighborhood, the alleys were very unkempt. And so after the monsoon season, the, all these sort of like mesquites and cactuses and, and just that temporary green grass that's essentially just weeds, but that would shoot up. It's gorgeous, and I would just it? get back in there and like, oh, this is like this special private oasis where I'm surrounded by other people's fences and I can kind of peek in and see what their lives are like. But it, it feels like this sort of secret place. What a what, feeling. How long did that last, that green? I mean, like a um, couple weeks. <laughs> and then <laughs> but it just dry up. It was glorious. Yeah. It smelled different, you know, all of that. Just, did you, what was your um, childhood like? Did you have kind of access to the greater outdoors? And, you know, would you head out well, on I a bike and ride around? And the, no, the, you know, you just had in the to city. Get, you had to get in the car. Yeah. I, I yeah. was in the city and we, we were not that. We didn't go out to the country that much. I yeah, mean, we had you know the park next door uh-huh. where we you know, everyone smoke. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, the smoking park. A, the um, smoking park. What were you when you were uh, a teenager? You mentioned your parents divorced when you were fifteen. What um, what were you? How was that? Was it expected? Was it a surprise? Oh, Did you have yeah. siblings? I, I have a brother. Yeah, I think you mentioned so, that too. A little older. Yeah. Um. No. In fact. To me, I was the fan, uh, you know, when people say, you know, we stay together till the kids are older, it's like, no, they know you're miserable. Yeah. 
get it over with. Yeah. <laughs> just move on. Yeah, agreed. So, so that was, you know, when they, they said they were going to divorce, it was like, well, I think also when you're 15, you just, you're so into your peer stuff. You just don't, it's, it almost, you don't care in a certain way. Yeah. I mean, there's other things you're yeah. more. What was the stuff that you were um, more involved with? Like what were your friends like? And what was your, what were your oh, hobbies? I was, a, I was a weirdo. Great. I mean, I didn't. Now, 15, what grade are you when you're in 15? I think, I think usually like a sophomore. Sophomore. Okay. Maybe so you, junior high school was completely miserable for me. Yeah. I mean, life will for never many get of us. horrible, horrible. Were you bullied? Once I got into what? Were you bullied or was it just a, a feeling of like, I don't, well, none of these things make I sense to me? I just felt really, yeah, I, I might have, I'm not sure I was bullied, but no one, I, was, I just wasn't part of any group. I mean, I, I was, I was, I mean, when I was in fifth grade, I just wanted to go home and watch Watergate. <laughs> Seriously, that was, that's, that's, that just, and none People, of my friends did. What are we all did. doing here? There is important stuff going on I was that so we need into to know it. about. Yeah, I that's had different interests than, than my friends. And, and, yeah. uh, and then. You know, of course, I had a crush on my best friend, and that was just horrible. Mm-hmm. You know, because you couldn't. You know, it was back then, and you couldn't couldn't say anything about it. I was miserable. But once I got to high school, I moved to a new school. You know, they say you can't. You deal. always are. You know, you yeah. can't run away from who you are. But yes, you, you can. can. It's so great. Yeah. So I went to a new school, and I was the token Jewish girl at St. Mary's Academy. Okay, all girl. Okay. We had okay. great uniforms, and there's something about being in an all girls school that was kind of great because at the girls, everyone was really nice because they it felt like they weren't competing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, That's why I, I hear that. And frequently. I became, you know, from being kind of unpopular and bullied. I had I ha- I started having uh, I was vice president. Okay, my class okay. one year. I can I, you know for the kid who was interested it, in water. Am I looking a little conceited? Am I looking a little conceited right now? I was the vice president, and the reason I wanted to become uh, vice president because I knew there wasn't really anything you really had to do. So uh, you know, president, it seemed <laughs> like there was a lot of that? responsibility. Did you know that yes, from of course the country's vice president? <laughs> I can only assume it's similar in high school as what the, what the office of the vice president of the United States is like. I don't remember like, doing anything except oh, I got so to funny. put on the uh, the uh, the uh, uh, the Christmas play. Oh, I got okay. to help put that on. Hmm, that would not necessarily be a task I would imagine would fall into the purview well, of the vice well, president, but that's what I. But did. that's what you did. <laughs> uh, do you remember? And listen, I've never. I'm not going to be shy. I'm asking this because I do specifically remember my campaign. I may have talked about it before, but do you remember your campaign for vice presidency? I ran for pre- uh, for secretary did in you eighth grade. I did win. Well, wow. it was just against me and one other person. But my, I don't remember anything I did for the office, but I remember my campaign. I'm not sure anyone ran against me. I don't think anyone yeah, really cared. It, might like, was it was a not a to- Yeah, it was not like a, a hotly <laughs> followed, you know, I don't feel, I don't feel that it was a tremendous victory. I was frankly surprised, but also because it easily, I feel like it could have gone either way. Uh, and also I don't really remember why I wanted to. I think it was like some, I think a boy that I had a crush on was running for president. But, and I was like, this seems like a good idea. 
but I, but I remember my campaign because I was very into like I was I that was what I was interested in was like the like what the are my posters gonna look like it. well because my dad <sighs> is an English teacher and he just is such a love of lover of literature and puns and and silly words and all this and so he helped me come up with a slogan avoid the Blarney vote for Varney which oh, no one knew God. what Blarney was including me until my dad told me but that didn't stop me i was like oh this is a no-brainer did so you I had all these posters? posters that said that you and did? people do you have uh, do you I have don't, them i don't i don't but I, but it definitely but it was a conversation starter in the sense that absolutely no one knew what blarney was so it did cause people to go like what does this mean so i guess it turned out to be it was a good conversation piece even though it was a kind of a lousy campaign i wish you had those posters can you imagine if if i still i don't keep a lot of that stuff i have like one crate of stuff that covers all of school you know do you keep do you hold on to stuff like that um no yeah i wish i did though more i mean no one was very sentimental in fact i i'm i'm a little bitter Mm-hmm. On some of the things my mother threw away, mm-hmm. like my records, mm-hmm. I had really good v- vinyl and some old stuff. Yeah, I had my toys. Yeah, I, I was really in despise when I was little, and I had oh, this yeah. one oh my camera God. that you pressed a button and it turned into a gun. And then I had the 007 car, <laughs> I and I it. saw them on eBay, and they oh, go for yeah. like a lot of money. Yeah, I'm bitter. Yeah. <laughs> Were you, so you weren't even consulted. Because I do feel like. I wasn't consulted. My my parents definitely, I was hurt that I felt like they were, I mean, first of all, my dad, like the second I moved out, my dad was like, okay, going to go ahead and convert this room into something totally different, which I completely understand and approve of. But there was sort of a sense of like, huh, so you're just going to, like he sent me some stuff that was like, "You, you might want this. And it was like. Things that, as a younger person, you feel like your parents are supposed to treasure. Like, but these are my report cards from first grade. Why do you want these? Like, I don't, I don't know. I don't want them. I'm just going to throw them away unless you want them. I know. Part of me wishes I had some of that stuff. I have a, I have a few things. You know I what? Have I'll give you some of mine. Some I'll give you some ones. of mine. You can pretend. <laughs> I don't have my campaign poster, but I probably have like, I mean, I do have probably like an honorable mention, you know, track meet kind of a ribbon from say fifth sixth grade if you're interested i could uh the, the, i could give it to you but you know there were certain things that i've i've i don't know why i'm bringing this up but i remember my was it my mother had or i remember there was do you remember at the, one of the first things i ever the first time i ever saw a, a penis oh i definitely remember that. that well it was wasn't my mother? Mother's friend had this. There was called Viva Magazine in the, the mid seventies. Do you remember Viva Magazine? I don't. I wouldn't know anything by name. Probably it would have but been it was just Viva, like it was like yeah. the female version of a pen, it was the penthouse for women. No one talks about this. Like pen, I, no one talks about Viva. Okay. I've never. I've never. I don't pen, think I've ever it was heard penthouse. It was like two years or three years. <gasps> penthouse for that? women, and I think mostly gay men bought it. Like I'm Playgirl sure right. Magazine. I'm sure you're right. But I don't remember how. how I ha- how I remember looking at it, but you know, and it was supposed to be literary too. They would have, you know, <laughs> yeah. it'd be great. And so, yeah. someone I found a Viva magazine. How old were Just, you? Do you think? You know, in seventh grade. Yeah, eighth, that's about how old grade. I was. I had, um, so I had the Viva magazine. I no, I found one a couple years ago. Oh yeah, and then I went on eBay and I bought 
every one of these. <gasps> I have a collection oh my of God. magazine. If you want to come is over it, and, and see. I, first of all, yes, I do. <laughs> Second of all, what it? Uh, I have so many questions. What? How? So, so it's literary. Was it? If it was aimed towards women slash gay men, I mean, Penthouse. Obviously, you have sort of like you have Hustler, you have Penthouse, you have Playboy. When I, I don't know what magazine I saw. Uh, I had seen lots and lots of Playboy, so my sense of sex was still very like soft and like this nipples was soft, and yeah. so were the this penises erect? Loud. Yeah, yeah. Were the penises erect? Or were they semi-hard? Were they well, just like flapping I, around? I just, they were kind of semi-hard. They yeah, were, like, probably. You know, and they were. But it and, wasn't and it was, like I am about very hairy. To, yeah. Everyone, yeah. it was yeah, all yeah, very yeah, hairy. Yeah, yeah, harder. Um, yeah, then it's really extra. And very not soft kind of focus. Yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. very Vaseline lens uh-huh. kind of. Thing, yeah, you know. Viva! But, but then they would have things on, like Studio Fifty Four, uh-huh. and, and Gloria Steinem did an article. Sure, and, God, so I can't. They so, but it was short lived. You said it was short. It was a hand, I think couple it was of short lived. Probably just didn't. Maybe it just didn't like, sell. Just a couple so. years. Yeah. But so we were just God, talking Viva. about nostalgia and things, and there's a part of me that wants to that that gets old things like that. I had my 007 car. I love Someone that you were gave, into spies. Let's not bury that because that's fantastic. Oh. Again, with the Watergate. I mean, all of that sort of like, that's big idea Did stuff. Did you like spies? You know what I mean? Yeah, loved. Yeah. But I mean, for me, it was like, you see, you, I think yours was already more sophisticated because for me, it was like we got fed, you know, Encyclopedia Brown and stuff where it was like a child detective who's solving, you know, who stole Rex's collar. It's not like, the bigger picture spy stuff. You know what I mean? I feel like it, it was a little later when I found out about, like, my dad definitely, I remember going to Zip's video and, you know, systematically going through and watching every Bond film in order per, you know, Did my you dad was like, Bond you're old films? enough. And you can, oh, for sure. I loved him so for much. For sure, for sure. Now looking back, there is that sense of like, it seems like we are in the sort of like second wave of feminism era where people are kind of looking backwards again at stuff like that. And going like, what did that tell? Like, what? How? What? What did that teach me about being a woman? And but if I was identifying with him, like I yeah, feel like I, I identified, identified with, with him. him. I didn't. I wasn't interested. You know, the I, like, I was like, I would bed those women too. Like, but like, did that give me? Was I? Am I misogynist, or did it give me like misogynistic ideas as a young person, like as a female chauvinist somehow? Because if I identified with James Bond and not the women. And I objectified the women because I was interested. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't really know. It's, it's possible. It's so funny looking back at old movies. We were talking about this yesterday about Revenge of the Nerds and Animal yeah. House and how when you look at them now, how horrible Cringe-worthy. they are. How horrible. But yeah. with a Bond, I just, I just wanted to be Bond. Yeah. I Me I too. didn't relate to the, the Bond girls at all. Yeah. They, they were almost like these comical... Uh, yeah yeah plus they didn't get they they weren't really that cool they didn't get to do the cool things as much yeah a few of them except those ones that did the remember the the ones that did like the somersaults in the pool and the the, the karate (laughs) those guys were cool those those women were cool the karate hinting at it they were hinting at it with you know there were definitely bond villainesses or sidekicks that you know they and and you could sort of see the evolution where they started to become more and more interesting and definitely like I remember feeling like there was a breakthrough moment for me with the fam kid Jansen when she was and that's much more recent it was like golden eye or something um but feeling like uh oh I'm more interested in her than anything else that's happening like I just want to see her oh. movie I want to see her all day long but um I've got to know my golden eye better <laughs> 
Wasn't there just some? It's possible that the, there wasn't even that movie, but it was one of the more like you know Timothy Dalton or Pierce Brosnan like must have been one of those right. kind of more much more recent I but think i thought Pierce she was Martin, great he gets i think underrated i think I he was a Pierce. good I, yeah i, I, I enjoy he, him i think he was a good bond i have no problem i don't i don't have i definitely am not like well roger moore really you know it really went downhill <laughs> after roger i definitely don't feel that well way. there was one i'll tell you the um when i was little there were reruns of this show called the avengers mm-hmm. you know sure that? with diana rigg and so diana yeah. rigg yeah she i think was She's like the first badass and they, she wore those leather jumpsuits mm-hmm. they were kind of fetishy leather jumpsuits. oh absolutely yeah and like, she was a badass yeah. I and mean, he was kind of you know he's like eh. He, yeah, he was like, who cared? But yeah. she, yeah, she was great. Yeah. Now let's go. Okay, so okay, you, you had a what cru- we, yeah. Oh, I'm all. No, there's no, and then there's no rhyme or reason. Nor need. Nor there's need no there agenda. Be. Is there's there? no agenda. I'm not taking any. I mean, listen, we'll get to this. That this okay. will, this will start to feel very rigorous okay. once we get to the list making process. But, um, your your crush on your best friend. Did you take that friendship with you when you went to the new school? Like, did you, like, how did that resolve? Did it just sort of we drifted apart and you never said anything and that was sort of the end of that? Yeah, we drifted apart. I went to, I started all over again. Yeah. Yeah. Did yeah. And she never, is it he or she? A she. Okay. I was assuming, but I suddenly realized that that was probably not appropriate. Well, it didn't matter. Yeah. You know, but you know what? I don't know why I'm bringing this up. I'm all over the place. In a good way. But, well, like her, Mary Gardner, I tried looking her up on Facebook and you can't find her. So automatically, you know, people, of course, people change their names. Yeah, like that, but especially But automatically, married, I think there's something really tragic that happened. <laughs> I think uh, I do the same thing. I think, I mean, I heard rumors that she became a, a prostitute. Really? But I don't, I think that people are just uh-huh. saying things. <laughs> But here, the, that's a very specific rumor, though. I my I had the one of, in sixth grade, a guy named Robbie Naiman. Boy, asked me out, and he was really popular. Asked me to go steady, and then two weeks later, he dropped me. Yeah. He dumped me. So then, this year, I got an email from him. Oh, really? Or Facebook? He yeah, yeah, Facebook yeah. Messages. Yeah. Saying, you know, I've been following your career, and he goes, I hope you're still not mad at me. <laughs> and so I think it was like there was some sort of like Tallulah Bankhead quote. Or that. I, I wrote it back saying, So now you come crawling right. back. You know? <laughs> like so. I have been waiting for this moment. I don't want to say I've constructed my entire life around this moment coming, hopefully, but you're the reason for everything. Could you imagine? That would have been I'm so still great. angry. Two weeks. That two weeks was the best two weeks of my life. It's it was downhill from there. Oh my God! Bless his heart. Good old Robbie. Good old Robbie. So now you go crawling. Back. It's too late, Buster. So boy, yeah, yeah. didn't up. even let him down easy. I get it. I get it. It was your turn. It was but your I, turn. I have, yeah. you could t- I have no secrets here. Yeah. What I about up Mary, Robbie? Yeah. Naaman. Yeah. Robbie, could you Lots come in here, please? Lo- I have a surprise for you. So great. <laughs> he found out somehow you were doing the podcast, and I, I felt like it was appropriate for me to bring that him in. So great. It's going to be a real uh, Geraldo <laughs> moment. Um, what? Uh, so when you were in high school, um, what was what was that? 
it was, but it wasn't like a boarding school or anything. Yeah, you were still no, like no, going no, home no. We just had every a- day. Outfits. Yeah, yeah. No, what, we went uh, home. What? And so you said that you kind of you you, you blossomed. Uh, you you know felt more well, at you, home. You you had a new. No one knew you. Yeah. So you could create a new persona in a certain way. What was your persona like? Were you into music then? Were you... Well, in junior high, I was just kind of a freak, you know? I, I mean, back then, what, what's interesting is is that I was... I wanted to be Jimi Hendrix. I wanted to be a rock guitar player. And back then, it was just like, you know what? That's not very feminine. That's not really cute. Right. You're not going to get any boys doing that. Right. It wasn't cool. Yeah. I mean, now it's like... How, it, but... Uh, you know, play more, you know, get an acoustic guitar and play some Joan Baez or Joni Mitchell, which is yeah. great, you yeah. know. But when I went to high school, somehow at St. Mary's, because it was small and and, and uh, I did get that acoustic guitar and I could do all the Neil Young covers. Hot. So somehow, yeah, somehow... And like I said, it was a, 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 they weren't, there were no mean <laughs> girls. I'm laughing because I like the idea of Neil Young being like the compromise. The compromise. Like, I must right, compromise. He can rock it out, admittedly, but he's also acoustic. Like there's yes. something about that that's very funny to <laughs> yeah. me. Like, listen, between Jimi Hendrix and Joan, I did you Neil basically Young. have the Neil Young. I like did that Neil covers, Young covers. That covers some ground. <laughs> it's great. No, it's true. It's great. You know what? Neil Young helped me you know, get friends. Great. So, Great. and I played guitar at all the masses. Okay. I was the, oh, you know, okay. it, was, mm-hmm. it, was, it was kind of a more, li- you know, you could do the hippie, <laughs> ma- hippie Catholic masses. You what know? Are, what? Day by day. That is my question is day. like, how, 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 can you how sing that with me? Of, I don't know it that well. You I don't, don't know day by day that well. Oh my god! Okay, otherwise so, I absolutely uh, would. <laughs> that was if you uh, if you want to find a Neil Young song we can cover. Okay, I'll, I'll do it all day long, <laughs> and I know a, a precious Down lot of Joni Mitchell. Day by day. <laughs> <laughs> what if you go? Every song I do goes into day by day. Um, it's her signature, guys. She's never going to change that. I'm sorry. <laughs> she lives for the mashup, but really just one mashup with all the other songs. Oh my god. Okay, so okay, so it was. That's boy. That's pretty adorable to imagine the guitar at the, and you were the only one. Was it? Were there like well, a couple of other guitarists that would make the rotation? Not as the good as me. Not yeah, as good as Vice Principal VP. So and also, I, I there mean, Vice President, no Vice Principal. There, yeah, there were. Like I said, and and also when you're wearing a uniform, except that that was the first two years. The last year, we protested that we could wear jeans, and then it became all the time we yeah. could wear regular clothes. But there's something about going to school where. No one's trying to outdo each other, except who had the sh- shortest skirt. That would of not course. have been me. But we had a cool outfit, I have to say. We had yeah. that green, black, and blue plaid mm-hmm. with the blazer and the cute Little skirt. Kilt, the sort yeah. of quintessential like yeah. cute school with uniform a, with a you know with patch. a patch on it. Yeah, I yeah, had that was, envy. I went to a public school and I did awesome. sort of like I looked at that and thought like. Yeah, there's, I get, I guess that's, yeah. well, and also it's been, you know, fetishized so much to you know. that there is like by men and women alike that it's sort of like, oh, I, get, I get it, you know. Oh gosh. Did you date in high school? You know what? I wasn't, I, I was just saying to someone I had 
like the junior prom, I, uh, it, I, there was a guy named Frank, Frank Sherman who I dated a little bit, and he he had that hot comb hair, you know, that that just, feathery blow dry oh, sure, hair. And he sure. I don't remember. I just think he was like an explosion of uninterestingness, you know. And I think I just went out with him because oh, the girls thought he was cool. Yeah, you know? yeah. But I was not. I I mean we didn't we didn't do it. Right. I didn't go all the way with Frank. Yeah. It made just second base. Uh-huh. <laughs> I let him touch my breast. Do you remember feel when you say you let him touch your breast, do you remember feeling any sort of excitement or attraction when that was happening or it was no, like, no, okay, was like, well this know, is I guess I should do check this off the list. Yeah. Or whatever. He no, seems to really feel sure that this is a good thing to do and <laughs> yeah. I mean I I I wasn't uh did you, who did you feel a spark for? Who did you feel that sort of tickly, sparkly feeling? Was there were there people around you, or was it looking outside of that to I like had film and television? My, I or? had another. Oh, on film and television. Well, yeah. Who did I have a crush <laughs> on? I think I, if film and television, I I think I might have been a little. Uh, I had odd crushes. Okay, you're going to think I'm really stirring. I well, of course. I guarantee you I won't. Since okay. I, I, early on in the podcast, I had a very long conversation about which monkey I had a crush on. Oh, which Connie. was your monkey? Yeah, Peter. Peter Twerk, yeah. yeah. I would have gone, hey, can I just tell you? I don't want to be conceited and... Uh, listen, I don't I like already, to name but, drop. Listen, as a vice president, I already know that you are okay. humble. Okay, do you know who was a fan of mine and became... And, uh, sang with me and came when I was in the studio to see me a couple times. Tell me. It's not conceited. Davy Jones. Oh, very well done. I just wanted to say that. Very well Davey done. Davy Jones. That's one fantastic. time when I had the song, you know, the original I Kissed a Girl. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was in New York at the radio station and it was before they, they, you know, on the internet, they were documented. I wish I had it, but he came bursting in because he was in another room going, I love your song. <gasps> and so... Be came, conceited about that. That's so he fabulous. Came in, be, so be I'm excited. singing. I kissed the girl, and he came, came in to sing with me. I kissed that girl. <laughs> in that David Jones, I kissed that girl. I can see it, and I can hear it. Oh my it. god! What I, a thrill! Was, what a thrill! Life has never been that that oh. uh, that good. Oh, what when a I thrill. think Peter, but I still like David Jones. Too. I mean, listen, this as I recall, I have not listened to it, but as I recall, my conversation with Connie uh, ended in the idea that somehow I thought I was being more realistic choosing Peter. Like I was the person who was like, oh. well, I could never get Davy. Everyone loves Davy. How can I be different? That's like, really what is funny. the? It, I may have actually like you know unconsciously thought. Who is the least crushed on monkey? Because that is the person that I probably have the best chance at ending up with. Like, I should be grounded about these choices. I should pick the person that, you know, I mean, listen, I'm not going to have to compete really for him because, like, that is adorable really, also. really great. Yeah. Also, like, he was the least masculine in whatever way you want to think of. You know what I mean? He was just, like, just adorable. A very safe, adorable. I mean, they all were. Well, like, Davey was really the only, like, I liked Ringo one. in the same yeah. way. You know, yeah. it wasn't John or Paul. It was like, yeah. I liked Ringo. Yeah. Makes sense. There's he something was fun. He's fun, and there's some, yeah. There's something sort of like declawed about certain people that when you're younger that. But then like I went to the extreme opposite direction where I had to go through my phase of like you know Hannibal Lecter like that sort of oh, weird, that a, weird shit in high school where because I yeah, went you know me and, I went me down that me road. Me and Manson but. and John Wayne Gacy. <laughs> 
Gacy. There's just something very compelling about him. Um, yeah. But crushes. So in high school, crushes. You had another crush on a girlfriend. Yeah. And again, unrequited. A totally unrequited. Did you get a sense of of girls at the school who actually might have been gay or bi? Yeah, who, and, and they just, weren't, you weren't. I wasn't, wasn't you know, there was, you know. I remember, okay. So I thought, am I... Am I gay? Do I have? Uh, but I remember it was like, okay, that Viva magazine pictorial of those French schoolgirls, you know, and 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 then in their kind of gossamer gowns, and it was very, you know, remember David Hamilton pick, you know, that, yeah, that kind just of soft very gauzy, very gauzy things. And it's like, am I dreaming this, or am I looking at a picture? Is this a dream? Like, you know, and I'm like. Oh, maybe I could be like that. And then I remember my having a fake ID in high school. My friends taking it was like to go to the gay discos were the cool thing. And I remember there next door to the tracks was this lesbian bar called the Foxhole. Oh, and amazing! So name. I was like, amazing okay, name. I'm gonna go there, and I'm gonna. And I walked in, and it was just all these women that looked like Pete Rose, and and I'm like. Where are those gossamer? Oh, no. Where are those gossamer gals? Oh, and you know what? Most of those women may well have been wondering the same thing. <laughs> where, this was day. Hey, I'm here. Were... Where, where, where are my, where are my lipsticks, everybody? What's going on? But oh, so I had a lovely. crush on uh, Laura Rose, and then I found out we went with each other after high school. Our parents got us a trip to both of us to go to Europe after high school, before college, to visit my Aunt Mickey, who lived in London. And then we would go on, and I had a crush on her the entire time. There was crazy things that happened. And then I found out, like, 10 years ago, she was like, oh, I liked you, too. I knew you were going to say that. I mean, damn. What? I want to go so back confused. to the, yeah, well, listen, the time machine. Let me, let me, let me keep that in my mind. You're we're all about this match. I can't soon. wait. Like the re- like, I think the rest of this has been a waste. Listen, this has all been a waste of time. <laughs> this is what really matters. No, uh, but I will. We can fold that right into the game. Easy peasy. Um, but I mean, that time is so confusing and and hormonally bizarre anyway that, it, you know, it's hard, even if you're just like, doing whatever the sort of straight ahead, right in front of you, you know, heteronormative, whatever that is, is still a mess. So once you start layering on, like it's a friendship and, you know, it's confusing and it's not what you're seeing around you all the time. And like, of course it's, it's, it's hard to sort of what, like to have a, a like, oh, and then we just fell in love and lived happily ever. Like, and it was you back know, then too, there was no precedent. There was no... Yeah. Ellen, there was no, uh, yeah, I mean, this was back, I mean, the only thing you knew about was uh, what Miss Hathaway from the Beverly Hill Millies and, 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 you know, our gym teacher, Miss Newby. I mean, there was nothing, you know. God love those gym teachers for helping pave the way. (laughs) I felt that, I was like, I'm sure Miss Summers is gay. She must be gay, my PE teacher. But like, I'm not, but like, I'm, I'm guessing. Oh, I don't Newby. know. No Ms. one's Newby saying was. it. No one's telling anybody, you know. Oh. I'll show you from my, I do have my yearbook. I'll have to show you a picture of Miss Newby. You'll be like, oh my God. <laughs> Some of those delightful cliches, we don't mean them to, it's not about, you know, stereotyping. It's just like that was, those were safe places. Those were sort of, that's, you Absolutely. know, there were places to 
that like my cousin who's God you know bless. who's now male uh was on the girls softball team was like bless thank god there was any place to go and oh, be a gay woman yes. you know what thank i mean thank god for the fox it was hole. like i love these them. are my people like i gotta find my people somehow and it ain't gonna be because we're all oh gay it has to be there has to be some outside thing that we can do that helps define us so we can find each other i think Absolutely. is a lot of that and you know? i think when things were more oppressed too you had the stereotypes can also be uh, more ex- accentuated in a way where yeah. because that's i remember i did my third year abroad program in spain how and, fun and it was in southern spain and this, and this is not, high school or college this was college okay but it wasn't that i mean it was still kind of in southern spain it was kind of oppressed and it was sure. it wasn't like spain today yeah. and you know that that's more progressive than than us and and in certain ways and then I remember going to this place because it was highly illegal. My friends took me to this gay bar and it'd be like going to a speakeasy. I yeah. mean, they still had raids. Oh, and yeah. I remember walking into the, I mean, this shitty looking street and the door they'd open up and they'd open the door to be like marble floors oh, and chandeliers God. and all the, wow. like the, the women that were there, it was either super, super butch with super super femme women it was the, i felt i was in the 1920s oh it was that's kind exactly of what i'm picturing amazing yeah. it was fantastic and, yeah and the same thing with the men it was it was really like completely extreme butch and femme and and uh for both but there was something i thought about it i was talking with someone that was when something is taboo and thank god things aren't taboo but there's something really sexy that's just what i was gonna say is like you could do a whole i'm sure people are doing theses on the like how like what does a romantic long-term relationship get to look like in a world where those because because no like whether you want it to be taboo or not it is and how do those things feed into like you know like what's what like what what's sexy versus what's meaningful and intimate and emotional just based on what you can get away with you know like how much of a chance does do did relationships have in some ways because not just because you could not just be like how like when does it become tiresome that it's hot do you know what i'm saying like that 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 there's that part of it that's sort of created by virtue of the environment around it. it's like well we're forced to have this be this sort of amazing wonderland underworld right because that's where it can only exist and then at what point are you like and also then i fell in love and we couldn't hold hands in public and then it was like, I don't give a shit yeah. how hot it is. You know what I mean? Well, I don't yeah, even know what you I'm won't saying. Want, you I'm won't want to like, go back, but I, in my fantasy life, totally. in my I, like when I read, like I love uh, the kind of old, uh, uh, like gay pulp fiction. Absolutely. So, where there was like, you know, to go into like the Connecticut housewife and, uh, uh, you know, goes into... Uh, Greenwich Village into into some kind into the of dragon's stri- lair into a beatnik bar where there are different people yeah. you know and and, yeah. and, and that yeah uh, in my mind that must Me have been too. so hot, Me hot too. that's what I'm exciting. saying is like I that's absolutely and and that's what I'm saying is like I feel exactly the same way <laughs> and I'm and I'm just I'm I'm, I'm like I'm ruining it for myself because I'm like stepping outside of that yeah, going you, you like know what? oh you're yeah I guess at a certain really, point <laughs> you're really ruining because you're right you would want to go back yeah yeah you know unless it, you could just time travel and then it would be oh, listen we're gonna it's so interesting because uh 
you know how the things so fast, you know so different but i've i was in new york for two months uh working with nyu tish undergrad they were doing a musical that i uh did the music for awesome i love those awesome. kids an amazing what just a different upbringing God. like when we were around the table and went to meeting everyone you know there was like 30 people and you had to say you know i'm jill i'm doing the music and my preferred gender pronouns are her she so everyone and then there were a couple of days and there's no you know oh, but there was gosh. something uh that these kids had absolutely no and they had cool parents, and and uh, for the most part, right, right. And, you know, but uh, so different than, oh, than yeah. the village in nineteen sixty one in my imagination. But Absolutely. they have it so much better. But yeah. the, you know, in like I said in my idea, but the play that musical we're working on take takes place in. Uh, do you remember a movie called Times Square? It was a, a, a 1980, kind of a really bad, good cult movie. I don't, but I... Anyway, it was about two girls in dirty Times Square. Okay, you know, yeah. Filthy, dirty, yeah. tiny <laughs> Times Square. So it's an adaptation of that. Nice. But then it's a romance between these two girls. But again, it's... it's oh, a, that sounds great. How are you dealing with... Uh, so my next project, people was like, you know, again, a kind of kid thing. So I've been reading a lot of YA uh-huh. fiction. Have uh-huh. you read some YA fiction? Uh, not as much as I know I would like to and I've, I could use some recommendations because I do I've love young adult fiction good okay good some of it's really great yeah written oh yeah I'm sure but it's always been true you know again you know you're dealing with these uh, like there was one I was reading that was a, a, a one with the lesbian relationship and it was just so like yeah whatever you know we're like our parents yeah. are fine with it yeah, it was cool yeah. and it was yeah. like yeah but there's something less sexier about the one where of course they kill themselves at the end because they're so ashamed of their their sexuality but that they have to hide it and sneak and and that first kiss is just oh yeah no i definitely have the like in terms of like turn-ons uh, the whole sort of like this is for, forbidden is I, I, I absolutely fall into. Let's the go to Saudi Arabia. Like, yeah, <laughs> let's just go and and let's uh, see how quickly that stales on us. Let's see how quickly when we put it into practice, we're like, oh no, 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 no. Let's get out let, of here. Let's go back to West I just Hollywood. got punched in the face. Let's get out of here. Oh my God. Okay, I, I want to get into this game because I think I'm we absolutely should start out with three. Um, with three, you said you would go back to the you know trip in. So let's for the first category, we're gonna do to you personally moments oh you can revisit, knowing what you know now in, okay. you, in your life. And then the next uh, question will be like time traveling to okay. a certain era and okay. why. You Great. know, so first one, yeah, give me three things from your life that you can check back in with and and what change exper- re-experience or change or just experience the same, but kind of get the perspective that you have now, like anything like that. Oh God, I would well. I would go back to seventh grade. Great. The hardest, horrible year of all time. And when Shelley Zisman and Carol Fangold were really mean to me and, and it somehow they got people against me and yeah. that I didn't want to tell my parents because I was afraid they'd think I was unpopular. And I wish I had their perspective today of like, you know what? I've been on their Facebook. They... First of all, they're not looking good. <laughs> Second of all, they're you yeah. know they're on their fifth divorce. Yeah, I'm putting second uh, seventh grade Mean Girls. Mean Girls. You know okay. What that means. Okay. Now, should I put in here the uh, the trip 
in London to London with your yes okay London and then put a little heart we know what that means um okay how about number three number three would be maybe I'm trying to think of what would be a number three should it be more of a more recent it's one up to you. it's your it's your uh, mash that I want oh my god this is a really hard one they're only gonna get harder I feel I just need to warn you it's this is a lot of pressure this game <laughs> okay well this no, is a don't re- worry. this is um um Okay, this is a more recent one okay. where I accidentally, on uh, my friend's pond, uh, their their fish pond, and I I put the water on and I didn't uh, turn it off in the water, so it overflowed. And the water in Ca- California is so acidic, and I, I, I killed oh, three, oh, three, three little, but they I'm were goldfish, sorry. but they were still, you know, like I about know. the size of my hand, yeah. goldfish, and I killed three goldfish, and this was well, a couple months ago, and I've been haunted by that. That's a very sweet and noble uh, desire to undo that. I'm moved, okay. and I think it's a great use of the, the wish, as it were. Okay, um, okay let's uh, move on to uh, three places or, t- you know, places and times um, that it would be amazing to get to visit. Assuming, like, nothing bad would happen to you. You're not going to get, you know, right. consumption uh, or, you know. Okay. 20s in Paris. Right. 20s in New York. Great. And 20s in Berlin, of course, before Great. everything. Are you watching uh, Babylon Berlin? I have watched Babylon Berlin. I've only, I'm, I think I'm four episodes in. I'm yeah. enjoying it. I mean, I love uh, that, that those whole time periods for some reason. Yeah. I mean, you know, the, maybe it's, it goes back to that whole thing of it. And you the, uh, uh, speakeasies mm-hmm. the prohibition the, yeah the when crazy, things get kind of right before the depression yeah and, yeah it's it's a fascinating time it really is a fascinating time it really is it's like and it i think there's something about uh, you know this kind of like there's just so much going on in the world today that feels sort of like oh is this like before a f- or is this happening but like are we is there a fall like you know what i'm saying is there a war coming is there a is there a depression coming? Like right. everything feels precarious and there's a lot of opulence in America. And like, there's, you know, I think it's a, it's a time that we're really looking, we, we could probably stand to look back at a little bit now and sort of go like, okay, yes. what's, uh, what yeah, can we learn? Shit was about to hit the fan. Yeah. But there was, I mean, excitement. Like I love all the pre-code movies and I love, mov- I love all the silent movies yeah. and, and, uh, Okay. That's a ma- it's a magical time. I hate to use the word magical again, but uh, yet I don't hate to use it because I feel it applies. Uh, okay. Next question. Next uh, category is going to be three artists. It could be any kind of artist, however you uh, interpret that. Um, that it would be amazing, living or dead, from any era. That it would be amazing to collaborate with. We're going to give you this opportunity to collaborate in your mash future with someone from the past, painter, singer writer anything anything like that and you doesn't have to be something you can do now you know it's not like well i can't sculpt so i wouldn't want to work collaborate with, with them um, yeah oh my god mm-hmm. i told you it was gonna be hard well i think you can't get away from stuff that you loved when you were little I mean, you could, you know, the things today that I, that I know, like more literary things right. and more things. So I'm going to think about the things that, you know, I would, 
and he's still alive, so it's a possibility. Okay. But I would collaborate with Paul McCartney. Great, 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 great. I can see that happening. Great. I would collaborate with Neil Young. He's alive. Great. You notice I'm doing one set of possibilities. I think it's great. I would collaborate with, let me think who I would collaborate <laughs> with. I'm doing all music ones. Is that wrong? There's nothing wrong. It's your, this is yours. This is great. I would collaborate. I'm just going to do ones that are living right now with Tom great. White. Oh, great. Great. My God, I feel like I'm going to see at least one of these actual collaborations okay. happen. Ooh, I accidentally dotted his eye twice, so I turned him into somebody with like a but a umlaut almost. Um, okay, next category is three places in the world that you would have a vacation home if getting there weren't even a pain. And it can be places you've never even been that you've heard of great. Oh, fantastic. Well, I would have my... Uh, my ranch in 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 in, in Colorado. Ranch in Colorado, love it. And this is vacation or homes? Mm-hmm. Or just this is homes? this is second home. So you could spend as much second or as little home. time there as you well, want. Let's we'll say I'm way. here or there. I would have my um, uh, my huge apartment in the Dakota. Great in New York. God, yes. Great. And I think I would like to have. My kind of villa in Umbria. Great. Okay. Yeah, no kidding. They really figured it out in Italy. Everyone, everyone kind of, we Mix all get Italy. it. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I would. Yeah. yeah. We all get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, man. Okay. Uh, have you seen. Uh, Had, did Enchan- you notice that none of these were really beachy things? Me neither. Yeah. yeah, yeah. None of mine would be. Um, did, have you seen Enchanted April? Mm-mm. I, I'm assuming it holds up. It's not that old of a film. I mean, it, it was like late 80s, oh, yeah, early 90s. They live in... Uh... The three women, three three or four four women, I think, in, in London in the winter, uh, in the wet, dirty winter, rent... They don't really know each other, but they take... They rent a villa together. Um, I guess it's in April. If it's called Enchanted April. It's wonderful. Aww. It's very sweet. It's a, it's a, and it, by the way, I think it takes place in the 20s because I'm imagining Polly Walker who's in it and I'm fairly positive she has her flapper. Oh. Yeah, yeah. It does take place in the 20s. Did you want to be a flapper? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I like those drop waisted dresses. They're very forgiving. Uh, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, next category is uh, three. Let's do our romance. Let's do three people. Can be from any time. Could be characters from books or movies or whatever. Really? Three people. This is your, your alternate universe. Sort of. It can be your companion. Or okay, if there's. Okay. Mine are going to yeah. be all spies. Oh, great. Great. Okay. Let's do it. Uh, Emma Peel, Diana Rigg. Great. Ely Kuryakin, who was in Man From U.N.C.L.E. Okay. Whose son I do know is an amazing guitar player. I I'm, I really just phonetically spelled Kuryakin yeah. for myself, so I apologize, Ely. And Eli. even though he was a sexist, but, but y- y- young Sean Connery. Let's get him in there. Okay. Let's get him right in there. Okay. Okay. Now, that reminds me that I want to give you your alternate universe uh, profession. Okay. And it could be as outrageous or as grounded as you want. Okay, well, wait a we can second. Make you a spy. I have. Okay, yeah. I'm you gonna know what be, I mean? I'm going to be a spy. Great. I'm going to be um, 
a, Fr- uh, a French detective who wears like one of those trench coats, like Great. Jean-Paul Belmondo or, you Great. know, Humphrey Bogart. Great. God, I'm a guy on these too. Um, I approve. And then the third one, I'm going to be uh, an ambassador. Oh, great. Of, of, um, and again, it's going to be one of those, maybe I'll be vice president ambassador. So I, I just <laughs> get a, a really great place. I get a, just a really great place. Like maybe it's, it's, it's you know, uh, Italy. Yeah. But I don't really have many duties. Yeah, there's not a lot of parties. Like, yeah. I get to have parties. The fun stuff. And ambassador. There's not a lot of like, okay, yeah, it's all, like You know what? Interesting because my, uh, in college, I, I was in, it was called International Affairs. Mm-hmm. It was my... Uh, you're very worldly. Yes, you're very, very worldly. worldly from Denver. Uh, amazing. Okay, let's do three. Let's, oh God, I feel like I could just do this all day long with you. This is gonna be tough to narrow down my final two. Well, okay, I always do this category. This is, but we can, we could, uh, you can. Well, I'm gonna expand it. Usually, I just do three foods that in this universe have zero ramifications, negative ramifications. I have allergies, so it, for me, it's like. I can fantasize about certain pastas, etc. Yeah. That uh, and it, but it can also be just something that's rare. I'm gonna open that out to just anything that you would put in your body. So it could be like, hey, listen, if heroin had zero health ramifications, it sounds like it's pretty groovy, uh, okay. or you know, booze or whatever. Do, uh, just how about? And maybe it's that twenties thing, but I've always, you know, they don't exist anymore. But I've always wanted to go to an opium den. I hear you and be served. You know, and lay on a pillow. Yeah. Um, so opium dance a good yeah. one. Great. That's a good one. But in the, in the, I don't want you to feel pressure to do drugs. You can also be like, and then donuts. You know what I mean? Like it can well, be then whatever. What I do love is that I'll never forget. And this was in Umbria. This was about 10, no, 13 years ago. I never, it was, we went truffle hunting. Oh, fun. And yeah. the farmer made this dish with this just... A parmesan cheese and truffles mm, over this yeah. this kind of rich weird, wonderful. like just teeny like like one noodle uh-huh. but it was and so to have that okay, again yes. it felt like it was yes. the most amazing thing i ever had in my entire life truffle dish in umbria got it okay and then one more one more and this is like a fantasy co- mm-hmm. or anything um gosh i don't know what that would be i guess i would like to try some wine that was um, maybe like a Rothschild wine that was, but but still was a, but um, that, you know, when you go see the Christie's auction oh, wine yeah. thing, maybe yeah. want something from 1959. Oh, sure. sure, sure. I'm just saying that. But, 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 but they know it's pretty good. Yeah. 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 All this hype. And then you open it. It yeah. just tastes like garbage. No, we guarantee that it's going to okay. taste good for this mash game. Um, and then, oh, final one for you. Let's do, well, let's do, I like this one too. Um, let's do three movies that you can jump into and just live in that world. You're not reliving the plot. It's just like, this is just like a, a world that's open to you. You're not a character. You just get to go in, but you can hang out with the characters. You can, you know, can be a magical oh, place, can okay, be, you know. Let me see. Um, how about the Thin Man movies? Oh, you great, know, because, great. you know, where was that? San Francisco, wasn't it? Yep. San Francisco and the, you know, everyone was like, Drunk and and yeah. and high life and dressed really good. Great, um, thin man. Great. I, great. Okay, and in the, the another movie, I'm just doing the same era. My uh, okay, and well. the same actor. Uh, 
what was it? My man Godfrey. Oh, okay. So that's, but that's New York. Great. In that era. Great. And let's see. See, I don't do really old times because they had bad hygiene back then days, you know, like, like, and they didn't live very long. And, you know, it's like, um, and another one, let's see. Oh, maybe it would be, uh, hair. Oh, great. Great. (laughs) I don't know why it's Great. Awesome. Okay. This is the part where I just do that little squiggle. So within a couple of you know seconds, just tell me when to stop because that helps me do my little okay. like meeny meeny process. So just tell me when to stop. I can do it anytime. Mm-hmm. Stop. Okay. I'm going to pause this, do some what I would say are not even as sophisticated as calculating, but I will do the eeny meeny and we'll come back. With your 100% guaranteed fictitious mash future. Okay. Okay. All right, here we go. Oh, boy. Uh, yeah, this was a, this was like, I feel very, I feel a lot of affection towards all of your choices, and it kind of hurt a little bit to cross anybody off. Um, <clears throat> but I will start by telling you, uh, well, first I'll start by telling you since uh, since I met you, and again, don't expect you to remember, but, I, but since uh, I met you first in San Francisco at Sketchfest, uh, you have the ability to jump into the Thin Man movies whenever you want, just as a little, like, getaway. You know what? I just want to pop in there and just get that, that. world They're all fun. over me. Yeah. That's so great choices that you, that's kind of your most kind of like imaginary getaway. Um, I don't know how much time you're even going to pop into those movies though, because you have the sort of dream come true ranch in Colorado that you can go whenever you want as well. It's not far from San Francisco. It's not far from San Francisco. It's a bit of a hop, skip and a jump. Um, You can also, uh, when you feel like doing a little time traveling, visit uh, New York of the 1920s. So not bad at all. Uh, You... Now, listen, I don't know if that's where you um, go to experience your opium highs. <laughs> well, there are the day, you know, there's Chinatown. I mean, that's where they, they're, and you probably meet a lot of really interesting people. I feel like there are some interesting artists uh, going to opium dens in the 20s. You remember so. the movie Alice? Yeah. But yeah, she, she oh, went to, she an, opium did go to an opium den. In she New started York. by seeing him and he was a Chinese herbalist. And then, yes. it, and then she ended up going to, I do, I do love that movie. God damn you, Woody. Okay. Um, I know. Uh, oh, okay. So you also have, okay. Oh, so that's, so your ranch in Colorado is very huge because of course MASH stands for mansion, apartment, shack and house, and you got mansion. So it's a, it's a, it's a very big, wonderful ranch, Mm -hmm. uh, whatever that means to you. You, um, have had a very, uh, fun, fascinating, and, um, uh, maybe just like the right kind of scary, uh, adventure in your alternate universe job as a French detective. Oh, that's so, so exciting. probably got a whole closet full of trench coats. <laughs> uh, and that leaves us with uh, your amazing collaboration that absolutely could come true with Paul McCartney. Of course. Well, Listen, he li- you could write a musical together. I know. This feels like it's around the corner. I'm very excited. I'm going to call his people. Uh, you have the ability to uh, go back to that uh, magical London trip with your friend so you guys get to maybe explore some of the feelings that you had and uh the rest of these adventures apparently are being shared with sean connery <laughs> that's 
so I was great. I was hoping so for Emma Peel, but I'm pleased that with you got Sean Connery. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> Just throw him in the mix. Clearly, he knows what to do. Clearly, he's been in that situation before once or twice. Uh, and I think that, yeah, that covers, I think that's an extraordinary MASH future you've got for yourself, Joe. I'm very excited for you. I just imagine Sean Connery with, you know, two <laughs> girls from St. Mary's in Denver, Colorado. <laughs> like, we're, 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 what do we do? <laughs> what do we do? He's so hairy. His chest is so hairy. Oh, God, I love it. Um, Jill, what, let, let's, will you tell people about the collaboration that you did with our mutual friend, Richard Fairgate and the, uh, the, the video and the, the work that he's done? Cause well, that we want people to know he's about. He's so good. He's really, really talented. So he's a, uh, book, new kids book, illustrated Sweet Penny. Sweet Penny. Which is, I can relate to. She's a, you know, she ends up being a badass girl yep. who's, who's not, does her thing is not quiet yeah she comes out of her shell that's right and she doesn't have to start a new school like i did Uh (laughs) um and they wanted to do uh, ask me if i would do a song for it and not just the theme song to do the entire book of course it's a you know a kid's book right in song great so figuring out how to do an entire song and it's it's seven and a half minutes and he did an amazing video for it and it was just a great experience and now we're wanting to do an ep and we're getting together yesterday i I was together with them and and we're working on a little red riding hood song and one about witches and and, uh, there's a song of mine called underdog victorious and we're we're doing redoing that taking out some of maybe the dirtier parts Uh or some of the things that were like you know references that i would know right um so well it really cracked open this kind of new musical adventure that's great yeah and and um there's I, i'm excited about that and and it's great working with uh lately working with from from undergrad college kids to to now little littler kids working yeah, in that yeah i love that I get to, in a way it's great. my mesh i get to go back a hundred percent i get to go back and i relate yeah well, yeah, you're good. The, the, uh, yeah, I, I do wish that I had more contact with um, with younger kids. I think that's something that I need to, you know, make sure I'm making happen in one way or the other. Because uh, I do, I feel that that longing to sort of see the future, visit my past, find out what's changed. Like, you know what I mean? That just whole relatability, yeah. I think, is so is so key and great. I do, too. It was great. Like with undergrads, I think, is it easier now or is it? I think it's it's like both. Like it's it's got to be easier and harder, and right? Harder, yeah. yeah, and it's just the same hormonal shit. It's the same. Yeah, I'm not sure it gets easier. Yeah, or maybe it shouldn't. You yeah. know what I mean? Maybe that that time it, is supposed to be just devastating on certain levels and elating and all the feelings. Are. Yeah. Um, thank you so much for doing the podcast. Jill, this is a dream come true. You're um, welcome. This was fun. I'm I had a good so time. I'm so glad. Uh, and, and people can find you on social media. Um, they I'm going to have a record coming out soon. You're going to have a record. Are you, are you just at Jill Sobiel? I can't remember. JillSobiel.com. Great. Yeah. Great. Okay. And, uh, and guys, thanks for listening. And I will talk to you next time on the podcast. Back 
As always, the JV Club theme song is Back Before We Were Brittle by the amazing Say Hi. Now leaving Nerdist.com.